Hey everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Everyone and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. As always, I am so excited to have you guys on. Just love chatting with you and being able to share my journey with you. I think a lot of times when I press record, it's such a moment of self-reflection, life reflection, relationship reflection, all of the above. And I just love being able to have you on this journey with me and be able to resonate with you guys on whatever journey you are on. So if you missed last week's episode, I absolutely love talking with Isabel and just chatting about about transitions of life, um, but also from somebody else's perspective. You know, I feel like so many of us go through so many transitions and our journeys are so different, but we can resonate with one another. And that's what I love. That's what I love reflecting on. That's what I love just making our community about, if that makes sense, because I think sometimes or more so than more so often than not, in my opinion, we really need a sense of community and we need a sense of belonging. And so I think by breaking down some of those walls and sharing some of our stories and and really being able to relate and understand like, gosh, you know, we live such different lives or our journeys are so different or our backgrounds are so different, but we can relate, we can resonate with one another. So today is just an episode with myself. It is a shorter one, but I think with all these conversations I've had with other individuals and getting ready for our little one to arrive next month, I've just been really reflecting on my own path of life and uh, my day-to-day life, if that makes sense. So today, if you saw the title, it's titled, or I keep repeating myself, pregnancy brain, you guys, I apologize. Finding my words is a little bit of a struggle these days. But today's episode is about the title, Made for This. And I think oftentimes I get very wrapped up in a path that is either expected of me or I expect it of myself or, you know, you guys have heard my expectations versus reality chat so many times. But, you know, the other day I was reading a devotional and it really reflected with me. And then hearing from Isabel last week, you know, I think so many of us are on different paths for a number of different reasons. And they're right for that moment in time. But it really made me take a moment to reflect on the paths that I've been on throughout life. And while I think we all are meant to go on those paths because it leads us to where we're supposed to be. You know, everything happens for a reason, all of that. Sometimes it's hard. You guys know if you've been listening. Um, You know, I've reflected on the whole statement, everything happens for a reason. I am definitely somebody who likes to find the why behind everything. So when I sit there and only reflect on everything happens for a reason, I try to find the why. And I'm sorry, you guys, if you can hear my pups in the background, they are just a rare form per usual. But um, I try to find that why. And I think when I don't have that why, I, I get frustrated and I get a whole slew of emotions. So sometimes having that answer is just not it's not feasible, right? We can't always wait until we have that answer for things to be figured out or for us to take that next step. You know, I've reflected on that in a number of ways. So I wanted to just, you know, read this quick 
um, part of the devotional to you guys. Uh, it really resonated with me, and it's something that I want to just reflect on with you. And again, if you heard Isabel's story last week and where she's at, she's in a huge transi- transitional period of life with her health and fitness, with her career. You guys know I'm in a huge transition right now with baby on the way. So anyways, this It just said how um, we have this specific lane, right? So this specific lane that is chosen for us, it's marked out for us, and it's our track of life that's made for you, right? It says it's filled with your purpose and destiny. That lane has your name on it, and it's designed for your specific race, a perfect one made just for you to run. And at the bottom of it, I loved this. It said, so evaluate how you're running your race. Make any adjustments necessary and stay close to your lane. Run your race well because you were made for this. And I think what, you know, I think sometimes when we read quotes or when we hear a podcast, right, you might hear this this week and then maybe you re-listen to it next week and it impacts you completely differently. So for me, when I read this, it it allowed me to reflect a little bit and reflect on the paths that I have been on, but also to kind of sit back and be like, gosh, well am I am I in that state of mind now? So to dive a little bit deeper Uh, You guys know I've talked a lot about expectations that have been placed upon me, my relationship with my dad, whom I love. He's amazing. He's the man who literally has pushed me to become who I am today. But I think for a lot of my life, I was running his race, if that makes sense. And, uh, you know, when I read this devotional, it was actually right after Father's Day or maybe even on Father's Day. And it just, you know, with Casey becoming a dad and and us becoming parents soon, I think that it's caused a lot of reflection of how we want to parent and how we want to lead our everyday life, but also how we want our relationship to look and how we want our career to look. And so I'm fully guilty of running somebody else's race. I was doing things for other people for the longest time and not just pleasing others, right? You can be a people pleaser or you can want to help others and you do go about your day serving others before you serve yourself maybe. That's something I think a lot of us are working on. But I also think that I was legitimately on somebody else's path. I was not on my own path. And the reason why I can say that is because Obviously, you guys know I love sharing the struggle, but hindsight is twenty twenty. So we can look back at it and kind of maybe make some um, self-realizations or some life realizations. And for me, I think this was definitely a period of time when I had to start going to therapy. And if you haven't heard that episode, I believe it's titled According to My Therapist. And it was about my time with a therapist. And um, I'm fully a proponent of receiving help and seeking counsel and just having somebody to talk to. But I was in somebody else's lane. I was not running my race, but I also didn't take the time to evaluate how I was even running that race. You know, so this, this, this statement that I just read to you guys, you know, it says, evaluate how you're running your race, make any adjustments necessary and stay close to your lane. I wasn't doing that. I was legitimately on somebody else's path. I was on the path that I had placed upon myself that I thought, um, my dad would be proud of. I thought my family would be proud of. I thought that it was the life full of the titles. You know, we've chatted a lot about titles. And so I thought that it was going to be self-fulfilling. You know, you you fulfill those titles, you get those hats, um, you have uh, statements behind your name, if that makes sense. (laughs) You know, you're an educator, a teacher, you're a lawyer, whatever it is, you're a mom. Um, And so for me, Coming up into a transition of life where I really don't know what life is going to look like, it's hard for me to see, okay, quote unquote, you're made for this. But it's a lot of belief, right? It's a lot of faith. It's a lot of us just waking up every day, taking it one day at a time. But 
what I would love for you guys to do is reflect. What race are you running? Whose race are you running? Are you on a path or a lane that you actually want to be in? Are you ending your day fulfilled? And again, fulfilled doesn't mean that there is an absence of stress or that there's an absence in um you know, certain emotions and certain things that might take time to actually get that fulfillment. I think for me, I sometimes fall victim of wanting, you know, instant gratification. I think we live in a very fast paced world. I think with social media these days, you can make a post and instantly you can either be validated or supported or have that instant gratification with by likes or comments. And, you know, when I actually was meeting with my therapist, she was talking about how we do have an imbalance of serotonin and dopamine and things like that, which again goes into the science behind things, but what we don't have is a lot of extended joy in our life. It's so instant. So we can receive that happiness right away, whether it's in a comment or in a like or in an email, but we don't hold on to that and allow it to grow into something we can experience for the full day or for a full moment in time. You know, we are constantly working for toward for working towards tomorrow or constantly working towards next year if you're anything like me. So taking that time to really reflect on am I fulfilling my day with joy? Am I seeking instant gratification? And then looking at my specific race. And again, you guys know I like to look at a race as a marathon. It is not a sprint. And so we are going to have lots of ups and downs. We're going to have a lot of hills on that race. So it's not always going to feel right. I think that's something that I was definitely struggling with for a long time, that if I'm on the right path, you know, they always say, get on your path. You know, everything I'm saying, a lot of you are probably like, what the hell is the right path, right? Because I think that's something that takes us a long time to figure out. And if you did listen to last week's episode, Isabel opened up about that. You know, there was just something that felt a little bit off, but it was also the path that she always had assumed would unfold for her. And so now it was unfolding, right? It was unfolding exactly the way she wanted it to, But there was a feeling, there was a sense that just something was a little bit off. And similar to myself, you know, I was seeking my master's degree. I was on that path to have those titles. My parents were proud. There was something for them to talk about. And I just still felt like I wasn't, I don't know if it was that I wasn't being fulfilled. It was just that, how could this be it? If that makes sense. You know, I was so excited to help little ones. I was so excited to be a school counselor, but just something felt a little bit just off. I really can't even put it into words. I'm sure many of you are in that period of transition. Um, and you know, I, I went to the extreme. I obviously left the country. I, you know, uprooted everything. And I think I took those next three years while I traveled and worked for club med to self-reflect further, get a little bit more lost, um, and then move home and kind of go through a whole new transitional period, which I have multiple podcasts on that as well. So I want to make sure that I can reiterate that the the, the quote-unquote right path is not going to feel perfect. You might be in one of those, you know, the ebbs and flows of that marathon. You might be on a down part. You might be on an up part. But I really think that it's important for us to take some time to self-reflect and to evaluate the race that you're running. It took me a very long time to realize that I was really just trying to not fulfill my dad's needs or uh, fill his shoes, but I just wanted to hear that he was proud. I wanted him, you know, he, he's such um, a successful man. He's such a driven man. I just look up to him. And then I have my mom, who's like the most overcomplimenter in the world, whom I love. But I was like, constantly, I'm still to this day, you know, 31 years old, I'm pregnant, I'm you know, self-sufficient in every quote-unquote adult way, yet I'm still seeking for 
just that word of I'm proud of you. Um, and again, I've heard it. I've, you know, it's not like my dad's just this, you know, tough ass man, whatever. But I think that we sometimes um, maybe put over expectations on what others might do to fulfill our own needs. And I think that we can't always seek those needs from others, if that makes sense. I know for a long time, I kind of expected Casey to fill those voids and fill those emotional needs. And um, it took me a lot of, like I said, going to therapy to recognize that I won't, you, we won't always have those people in our life that are going to validate those specific needs. We have to be able to do it. So when I read this, I was like, gosh, you know, I need to evaluate what race I'm running and I need to make those adjustments that are necessary. You know, staying close to my path and running my race well, that's what I need to focus on. But it takes some time to recognize like, gosh, well, what path am I on? Like I've you know mentioned already. So I don't know why those words just were so powerful and came up to this point of, really wanting to self-reflect. And, you know, I think, like I said, with Father's Day, you know, I think it made me reflect on the fact that I do live a lot of my life for my dad. Uh, With my birthday, you know, just turning 31, uh, gosh, probably a month ago now, three weeks ago. That's a big number to to think of. I think a lot of us place a lot of expectations on 30. You know, we expect to be married. We expect to have kids. We expect to own a home. We expect all these things that I don't know why have been fallen on the age of 30. I have no idea why. I had none of those at 30. Um, And now I'm 31 and still can't check off those boxes. And so I think that sometimes I look at life and it's just passing us by, right? I think, you know, especially with uh, current world issues. I think a lot of us are like, gosh, I can't wait till this is over. I can't wait till life is back to quote unquote normal. But we don't want to miss out on this time. You guys know that I've always said appreciate the season that we're in. And I do know that sometimes I do let life pass me by because I'm waiting for that next thing to happen or I'm waiting for that next realization. So, okay, I'm on my path, but where's the next turn? Because I'm really looking forward to that next turn, right? So at the moment, I'm kind of in an in-between position. I'm currently working, trying to figure out what that balance is going to look like once the kiddo comes. And I'm kind of waiting for that turn. I'm waiting for that bend in the road where, okay, now I'm a mom. The little one is here. I'm trying to balance work. I'm trying to be the best mom I can while I'm not necessarily living fully in the moment for right now, for these last few weeks of just having Casey and I, I keep saying that I am. I keep saying that I'm trying to enjoy these last few weeks with Casey, um, you know, push away from work a little bit more, but we're all guilty of kind of driving ourselves into the ground sometimes or paralysis by analysis, which you guys know I'm a victim of. So, You know, I think a lot of you resonate with these messages. I think a lot of us can definitely reflect and be like, yep, that's me, you know, just unknowingly kind of wishing for next week to be here or that event that we have at the end of the month where we finally get to see people um, and kind of just wishing that time away. Maybe you're on a health and fitness journey, right? And you're just like, okay, I need these next 12 weeks to be done so I can see that transformation. Or maybe you went ring shopping with your significant other and you're now waiting for that proposal. Or maybe you are engaged and you're having to completely wait for the world to figure itself out so you can actually plan a wedding, you know? Or Maybe you now are starting a new job or looking for that promotion. There's so many things that I think a lot of us are just kind of waiting for that next thing. You guys know I have my podcast on waiting is the hardest part. So I've just noticed that I'm not allowing myself to be on this path. I'm looking for that next bend in the road. I'm looking for what lies ahead. And I think it's important to have goals. You guys know that goals help us look ahead, you know, to make that step today. It's nice to have a path that we are aiming to reach. Um, but when it when it made me 
you know, read this quote and just listen to the words evaluate and the words make any adjustments necessary. Stay close to your lane. Those just were such powerful words that stopped me in my current path and made me reflect. And so I really wanted to sit down because you guys know I've also said a lot about you know, the little statement, don't stop, just rewrite. And I think sometimes we think, oh shoot, are we on the right path? Oh gosh, have we been on the wrong path for this long? Don't look at it as the wrong path, guys. It's where it's meant, we were meant to be on it, right? I mean, I think I can reflect back on some relationships I've had and some jobs that I've had. And I'm like, girlfriend, what were you thinking? But it, it ultimately gets us to where we're going, right? Ultimately, it's part of the plan. It's part of getting us on our path. It might not just be a bend in the road. It might be a huge fork that we end up completely turning around on. But it's part of the path that we are meant to be on. But I think as opposed to just going through the motions or constantly looking for that next turn on our path, we need to re- reflect where we are right now. We need to make sure that we make those adjustments, evaluate where we're at. And if it causes us to completely derail, that's fine. You guys, I've derailed so many times in life. I want you to know that it is completely okay to jump onto a different path. It's completely okay to hop on a different train. I think that we fear that because that's going to require a lot of change. That's going to require a lot of self-reflection and maybe some chats with family or significant others or kiddos, you know? I think we get so wrapped up in serving others and so wrapped up in the life that we're on at the moment that we don't take the time to actually be like, gosh, is this where I want to be? Is this where I feel fulfilled? Don't worry too much about, is this where I'm meant to be? Because I don't think we ever really know that. I think we can have that internal gut feeling, but I think there's so many other ways to evaluate and self-reflect. So um, anyways, this was just something that really was weighing heavy on my heart. And I thought, again, you guys know I don't have straight up answers, but I love to be able to share this and give you that opportunity to self-reflect. So again, I'm just going to repeat it again. You know, evaluate how you're running your race or how you're running your life or how you're going about your day-to-day work. Make any adjustments necessary to stay close to your path, okay? And then run your race well. Let's just go about our day, taking it one day at a time, derailing and getting a different train ticket, you guys, does not require us to have everything figured out. Take it one day at a time and run your race well. That's all you have to do. And sometimes all you have to do is buy that ticket, right? You just have to hop on that train. I think oftentimes we fear starting that new path or maybe it's not even a path. It's a new mindset, right? It's waking up now with a positive mindset instead of waking up in our typical routine. And we fear even making those changes or making those adjustments because then there's an opportunity for failure, right? So if we say we're going to start something like, I'm going to start every morning with a positive affirmation, look in the mirror, state my gratitude and change my life. Well, all of a sudden, you know, you do it Monday, you do it Tuesday, Wednesday rolls around, you either forget or kiddos ran into your bedroom before you were ready to, you know, function for the day. And now we think everything's gone out the window. Not at all. It's little changes over time. It's one day at a time. Once you take that first step forward, I really do believe that that is the hardest part. I really do believe that taking that initial step is the hardest part for so many of us. So take that step forward. Recognize, like I said, it's a marathon. We're going to go forward five, back 10, 
around a corner, may even go through another cul-de-sac, who knows? But that's what life is going to be about, and it's okay for us to start. We don't have to assume that once we start, there's an opportunity for failure. So if you have an idea, if you have something that you have just been thinking about or maybe bringing up to your significant other or bringing up to your best friend, like, hey, I have this idea, but I'm a little bit afraid or whatever, maybe you don't have somebody to reach out to and you you need somebody. I'm here. Reach out. I think sometimes we push a lot of our own desires and dreams aside because we we keep them in that box of just dreams, right? So just know that whatever's on your heart, whatever path that is planned out for you, you are made for it. Don't shy away from it. Don't be afraid of it. But also it's okay if you've been running somebody else's race, okay? It's okay. I think it's way more common than not. Um, I am 1000% guilty of running somebody else's race. And I think I've hopped off my train a couple times to maybe help somebody else's train or to just see a detour of the world. I don't know. Um, But I do fall victim of not running my own race and not evaluating my life. So just wanted to open up about that, chat about that with you guys. That is all I have for you today. But I do appreciate you so very much. Again, I just thank you for letting me share my journey with you. I feel like I'm in such a crazy transition this last year, you know, through miscarriage, through pregnancy again, uh, through health and fitness, marriage, all of it. And I just love that I have you guys as a community to open up to. I can only imagine what lies ahead with the little one coming and just everything. And I'm, I'm just very appreciative of having all of you as a community that I can sit down, press record and open up about what's on my heart and what's on my mind. So thank you for being you. Thank you for being a part of my journey and allowing me to hopefully be a part of yours. I am here if you need anything at all, but I love you all. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Dell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.